Okay, team, can you everybody hear me? Yeah, I hear you guys. Okay, so somebody's phone is giving I'm a here. feedback. So, unfortunately, guys, we can't do earpieces, ear devices, because it's giving us feedback. Well, I got you on, on speakerphone because I'm driving. Okay, that's fine. It may be uh, because I was on both at the same time, um, the computer and the cell phone. So let me go ahead and refresh my screen. And let me go ahead and do it a different way and make sure that it is not. Okay, you guys can still hear me, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, Nina, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you. Thank you guys for tuning in to Voices Behind the Pen tonight. You are, this is uh, the four-time award-winner POET Radio. This is Voices Behind the Pen. I'm your girl, Nina Purple. We're also joined by Brother O, Black Ice, and Enigmatic Mahogany tonight. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to get it started in a minute. Uh, we're going to start it off with the, like we normally do. We're going to see how everybody's week been since we talked to everybody last Monday. So we're going to start with our girl Enigmatic Mahogany and find out how was your week, how was your week, sis? How you been since last Monday? You know, it has been amazing. I've had a great week. I will not complain. Um, I released my third book on the 7th of July, so I'm extremely excited. Um, Sales are going well, so I could not be any happier. So once again, it's always a pleasure to express and a pleasure to be on the mic with my poet fam. You said your third book. Wait a minute. I want to get the first two. Then I want to get the third one. I want to have all the books in, in my collection. I'm about the third book. I ain't seen the first one yet. Yes, yes, ma'am. Well, I will definitely have to send you the link, but I'm a person about numbers and it's divine timing. So 7-7 was a very, very important date for me. So I'm just looking forward to the many great works and being able to share the gift that God gave me. Yes, that is so cool. Congrats, congrats, congrats. So we're going to swing it over to our, you are so very welcome. We're going to swing it over to our dear brother, Brother O. So, man, how your week been since last Monday? What's been going on with you? Well, my week was pretty good. Actually, uh, Saturday night, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was back, back, uh, back out at live open mic, clear air open mic on, uh, on uh on Saturday night and I featured a new piece called Every Survivors Remorse and everybody everybody was there told me that it touched him and won't touch him again. So I came back, came back roaring. Came back and do do what I do best. Okay. Hey, I got to agree with you because that piece that you did Saturday night, it was really, really hot. It was more like an inspirational piece. It seemed like more you was doing more inspirational speaking. You know what I mean? Because you, you, you really got everybody to listen, and you really touched all of our souls uh, Saturday night. So, job well done, brother. Oh, I, love, I like that piece. And I think you should I share it on the air. 
I think you should share it on the air so everybody can hear it. <laughs> okay. I actually, I actually got, it, got it out already, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. So we're going to – so uh, me, my, 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 my week was great. Uh, I had a real good week. Um, looking to do some new things. Um, we're starting to get ready to start doing production for uh, my movie that's coming out at the end of this year. Uh, so y'all stay tuned for that. We're about to start real soon, start having, like, uh, you know, casting calls and stuff for people to play different characters in it. So y'all just look for it. I'm going to keep y'all posted. Anybody out there on Radio Land want to, uh, you know, come to the casting call, uh, you are all are welcome to do so. Um, so, Black Ice, we're going to turn it over to you, my brother. How was your week? You know, my week, man, um, is always awesome. You know, um, I got a, lo- a little bit of news, which um, uh, WGN International News um, for a march and protest that we did downtown Chicago. Um, I aired it on my page. So we're fighting a war on several fronts. We're fighting COVID-19. We're fighting police reform, for police reform, and um, systemic racism. And also we're fighting the violence in Chicago. So there's a lot of things that's going on. Um, Also, um, don't forget about the National Spoken Word Awards coming up September the 5th, Labor Day weekend, which is our annual event. The only national word award show in the country. So, um, you know, voting is still going on for that until the end. Then you can go to nationalspokenwordawards.com and vote for your favorite spoken word artist and whatever com, um, no, um, category they are nominated for. And um, um, shot a video for one of the legends of Chicago hip hop. Um, which was an album I produced, which consists of um, those who pioneered and told hip-hop to be um, established in Chicago. So we're releasing our first video off that album this Saturday, um, July the 18th. So there's a lot going on, man, a lot that, you know, I'll mention some more during the course of the show, but I'm excited about tonight. I'm excited about Voices Behind the Pens. I'm excited about Brother's own new piece that he's about to release, and I'm excited about this speed round that's about to happen right now. Go ahead, Nina. I'm going to turn it back over to you. Okay, yeah, we're going to get into the whole speed round, what that is. Yep, so like Nina Purple was saying, the whole speed round is going to go ahead and kick off Enigmatic Mahogany. You can go ahead and jump it off, and then we'll go to Brother O, Nina Purple, and then myself, and then we'll go right to the phone lines after that. Let's get it, y'all. What are you looking at? I'm just doing what you see women do all the time. See, I'm picking up the pieces of my broken home. See, I searched high and low. I couldn't find the Huxtables the Winslows, or even the Jeffersons. But see, I took half the lesson. See, I moved on, but I wasn't moving on up. See, as every other woman, I faced hurdles. I faced mountains. I faced testimonies. But that was not the end of the day. It did not break me. See, it's those lessons I got from Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman. You say, who am I? I am Corinne. I am Maya. I am Rosa. I am Michelle. It is within these lessons I had to learn, learn to take a self-evaluation of I, because I love me, 
And before I could love anyone else, I had to love me. So many times our culture, our black sisters and brothers are swept under the rug, far from education to the system. Where do we go? In that time, see, I had to realize that once indeed I got in tune with my true self, I am strength, I am encouragement, I am inspiration, I am empowerment. I decided there was going to be no more brokenness. I had to make sure the cycle of divorce of broken homes ended with me, and that's that piece. My dear brothers and sisters, the longer we live, the more we will experience deaths of our loved ones, close friends, acquaintances, and classmates. The older we get, the more people we got to leave behind as we continue on our own life's journey. We must deal, all deal with the realities of living with survivor's remorse. I vividly remember my parents telling me a long time ago that life is never fair because we don't know who is going to make that transition to the afterlife and going to heaven. See, no man or woman knows when or how he or she is going to leave this earth. When God calls your number, ain't nothing you can do about it. My dear brothers and sisters, we all must face the harsh realities of living with survivor's remorse. Asking ourselves why are we still living while people close to us are driving like flies left and right. And the spirits of loneliness and isolation are trying to sneak up upon us to try to cause us to sink into deaths of sadness, despair, and depression. My dear brothers and sisters, yours truly is still doing and then with survivors remorse right now, especially after losing my best friend in Broke for Life, David Upshaw, and my fellow sister in rhyme and living miracle, Paul the Stormy Blocker, due to serious illnesses 12 days apart in the month of June. I'm still trying to come to terms with why they had to die before their time while I survived three major illnesses last year. Man, this just ain't fair. Still trying to figure out how my bro took care of his parents, wife, and children, and my sister was waiting on the new heart while the one she had was gradually weakening. Now, why did he have to leave this earth so unexpectedly while I was spared from meeting the same fate as they did last year? Man, this is messed up. I'm still trying to comprehend how COVID-19 claimed my bro's life at the age of 45. And see, his heart problems claimed my fellow living miracles life at the age of 51. I overcame acute renal failure, a mini stroke disease, bacterial infection, and a severe case of anemia last year. And I'm still alive and thriving at 45. Man, this right here is way beyond my understanding, brothers and sisters. See, my dear brothers and sisters, I haven't felt these feelings of survivors remorse this strong since my grandmother Victoria died two weeks before my 19th birthday. These are feelings that I'm still having difficulty dealing with even to this very day. And I know now I ain't the only one listening to this poem right now who is dealing with survivors remorse right now. Sometimes I want to ask God, why am I still here? What is my purpose here on earth? What is your plan for my life? Why do I feel that I'm all alone in this world? Why do I feel empty without the people who I truly care for who are no longer here with me? 
How did I manage to endure and survive all the challenges I've been through while the same challenges claim their lives? And why did, did they have to leave so soon? And I'm still around. My dear brothers and sisters, God, the, God, the way God communicates with me is through other people. And they helped me to cope with their survival's remorse by clearly reminding me that how I deal with death is just as important as how I deal with life. Give me a clear reminder that God ain't through me yet because I had yet to fulfill my purpose here on earth. It was a clear reminder to me that God still got work for me to do. Clear reminded me that I need to stop complaining about what I don't have and, and stop talking about how life ain't fair. And God has reminded me that he kept me alive for, for this particular reason. And he reminded me to be thankful just to be living, just to have, to have all my senses, just to have breath in my body, just to have the opportunity to walk around and talk, and just to, just to, be blessed with the gifts that I have. He also reminded me that until my time is up, and when my time comes, he will say, "Job well done, servant, in his timing. That's that peace. Bitterness and loneliness can limit your life. It can control your life. You have been letting your been-throughs control your life, your emotions for too long, for years. You have been holding everybody else down to the point where you have muted, muted your own story. Put a voice to your testimony. Bitterness leads to loneliness, then to depression, and it starts to think out loud. And you start to snap on people who haven't done anything to you. And it makes you mean to the point to where your character knows that this is not even you anymore. Your own self hate to see you coming. So, sisters, you have been broken for too long. And it's about time that you straighten up that crown that has been leaning for too long. You have been going through this mess because God is ready to turn your mess into a masterpiece. It's time for you to dig deep down into your soul and throw that old you out and tell her that she will no longer reside in your space and take up space. She has been evicted from your life. Don't be afraid to change your inner circle because sometimes you have to remove yourself from those that don't want to be a part of your growth. You even got to get out of your own way. See, God is ready to give you that breakthrough, but you can't keep your life on pause and your been-throughs because, remember, you was only walking past your been-throughs because you was on your way to your breakthrough. So go get your blessings, sisters. You and others who don't mean you no good have been blocking your blessings, and God is waiting on you. He done already drew your masterpiece. He's just waiting on you for the ink to dry. And I want you to replace pain with purpose, pity party with power, crying with strength, depression with control, temptation with obedience, bitterness with love, brokenness with testimony, silence with sound. So, sisters, go find that little you and minister to her so she can heal the grown you because some of us are walking around grown and aged 
but still are hurt and immature in mind because you haven't never healed from things that alter your existence as a child. So it takes control of the grown you and allow others inside to hurt you because they say hurt people hurt people. So sisters, look in the mirror and tell you, tell that person that's looking back at you that I would no longer point fingers. So the suit that I stand back in me needs to heal her hurt, needs to know that today I would no longer let anyone disrespect me, harm me, or break me. Let her know that everything is going to be okay. Let her know that everything is going to be okay. Put put volume to her voice and sound out all her pain loud so that God can heal the broken child that's playing adult so that she can help heal others that have the same story. Sisters, you have been broken for too long, and it's time that you stand in the need of prayer and surrender to God. Lay your burdens down and get ready to receive your blessings and God's masterpiece. And that's that peace, y'all. You didn't take my kindness for weakness. I said, you didn't take my kindness for weakness. And now that I put my foot down, what's wrong with you now? A cat got your tongue speechless? See, you thought I needed this relationship, so you took it for granted. Don't panic now, acting all frantic, trying to cover your tracks. Yeah, I know things didn't go exactly the way you planned it, but how can you make plans for my life without including me, excluding me, all the while using me, just to think you and me used to be intertwined like filigree, but silly me to be so naive, not to realize what you had up your sleeve. I guess I was blinded like Steve. I wonder how many nights you laid next to me knowing you were going to leave. See, baby, you had me sold on a dream, having me believe that we was on the same damn team, but it never fails. When things fall apart, I'm always the one to blame. But now it's time for me to start looking out for me. See, baby, two can play that game. I'm say betrayal is a cousin to hell. They both travel parallel, and since opposites attract, I guess that explains how two different people could look at the same thing but have two different tales. Oh, well, there's always three sides to every story. What he say, she say, then there's the truth. And now it's time to unpair this connection like a Bluetooth, sever ties. The truth never lies. Eyes wide open, cries falling on deaf ears. I should have left here some years ago. Nevertheless... Your bags are already packed. You can pick them up at the front door. Just remember, what comes around goes around, and you reap what you sow. That's that piece. You guys have just been listening to the speed to the speed uh, round, the whole speed round. You had enigmatic mahogany. You had brother O. You had me, Nina Purple, and you had brother Black Ice spitting that high poetry for you guys. So what we're going to do is we're going to get into what we came here for, which is the callers on the line. And we're going to get to our first caller to see who's calling us tonight. So, Ice, could you repeat one more time? Because I could barely hear you. I don't know if they heard you clear enough. Like, when is the deadline for the voting? Okay, the deadline is the end of this month. So you can go and vote on nationalspokenwordawards.com, but all that information is there, you know. So if you guys okay. want to know and don't, don't, if you don't remember what I'm saying to you today, then just go on the website or go on the group page, the Facebook group page, National Spoken Word Awards, and you will see the picture of the gold leaf 
with the microphone inside of it. There's another page, National Spoken Word Awards, but we don't really use that one. The information is the one you'll see with the gold award with the microphone inside of it. And all the information is there, you know. So if you've got any questions, either go on that Facebook page or go on the website, and it explains to you who, what, when, where, and why. All right? I'm going to turn it back over to you, Nina Purple, so you can bring on our first poem. When my blood became the ink I used to gently leave my mark. I emerged quite scathed, but I emerged. I'm glad. All right. So um, this is what we're going to do, sister. We are going to call you first, but just wait until we um, go ahead and unmute your phone and call you on the line. So, Nina, um, you can go ahead and bring on the first call. Okay. Um, we're going to bring on the first caller for tonight, y'all. Caller, if you hear you unmuted, state your name and where you're calling from. That type of fight again. If you're doing it, okay, I'd rather so give all six one eight six four five. You are on the line. Six one eight six four five. You are on the line. Call the state your name and where you are calling from. My concern for you and all. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and bring on the next caller, Nina. Let's go to seven seven three eight one eight. Okay, seven seven three eight one eight. You hear you unmuted. State your name and where you're calling from. Yo, yo, this your man L1 checking out the show. Just listening to y'all, man. You know, I always tune in. I support y'all. You know what I'm saying? The voices behind the pen. I'm just calling in, you know, just to check y'all out, man. Y'all doing a great job, man. That's it, man. I'm just listening. Now, you already know. Didn't we tell you last week? Did you get enough last week? Number five. Rule number Didn't five. We t- Number five, then we tell you. Do I have to explain this to him one more time? I am not a poet. I don't follow the poet rule number five because I'm not a poet. I am a legend. That's different. I'm just calling in to respect y'all's show that I love. So respect my respectness. But since you want me to drop number five, I'll drop number five for you. This is hot sauce. Banger one, handoff. You can get it, you can hear it, you can stand off. Cut his land off, cut his fans off. Matter of fact, hear me poets, cut his bands off. Y'all making garbage raps out of garbage traps. These old schools riding heavy, bring the polish back. I'm a legend because I spit flows with no deceptions. Miami Dolphins, no L's, I got great protection. No sacks, no fumbles, no interceptions. I'm Ali, I'm the greatest. That's why I'm flexing. L1, I am, and I will keep it pure on the streets like a golden seal. Time's running out. Y'all running mm-hmm. out. I'm running through your house, rip, rip, ripping through your couch. Your skills oozing out. Now you bastards moving out. Cause killing, dealing, stealing, and robbing, shooting. That's what you's about. And that's that piece. And that is that piece. No fumbles, no receptions. L1, when I tell you, you are truly a legend. This is Enigmatic Mahogany. I'm telling you, you may not be a poet, but you flowing tonight. Greatly appreciate the <laughs> love and support always. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Much love. Brother O? We good, L1? Brother O, how you feeling? I'm chilling, man. How you feel, man? I'm chilling, man. Good. Good. Yeah, I don't need to, you know, that you're, you're a legend in Chicago hip-hop, and I, I see why. And that was, that was, those, those rhymes are cold, brother. 
Every time I, I say, yeah, I like, I like stuff like that. And the cold, oh, the, 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 the songs that you can relate to, instead of this garbage that you have out now. Oh, yeah. That's the kind of weird part. Yeah, most definitely. I love Man, I appreciate uh, you, man. Those, those y'all's, y'all's, y'all's music. Yeah. Man, oh, I respect y'all, too, man. Nina. That's why I do what I do, man, because I respect y'all, man. I respect y'all poetry, man. Y'all got deep poetry. Yeah. Man, so I respect y'all, too, man. Thanks. We appreciate it, brother. Now, you already know when you call in, you might as well get on. Just get ready. You know what I mean? Drop them hot <laughs> 12, 10, 16s, however it goes. You might as well get ready because we're not going to take no for no answer. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, yeah. So, so, so get them, Ike. Your turn. Get them. <laughs> You know, I'm always putting my brothers. I'm always putting my brothers on the spot. You know what I'm saying, and they always step up to the challenge. You know what I'm saying. I know I be irritating them and everything, but you know what I'm saying. There's a method. <laughs> but you know, this brother been in the game for over 30 years, so you know what I'm saying. I'd be like, okay, cool. We ain't gonna never have to get ready because we're gonna always be ready. So this brother just gave you a perfect, you know, example of when you call in. You know, you shouldn't have to really, man, what what should I do? Or, you know, all that is the preliminary stuff before you pick up the phone to dial the number. So, you know, my brother had one in the chamber, and uh, he released it, and uh, time's running out. So. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling <laughs> in, my brother. I'm turning it back over to you, Nino. Okay. Yeah, that was one of the hottest legends in the game. That was ill one, yeah. He always calling and trying to get out of spitting, but we are we like we love him. We just love to hear you spit, so you might as well every time you call, just get ready. So yeah, thank you for tuning in, my brother. You guys have tuned in, tuning in to the national four-time national award winning POET Radio. This is Voices Behind the Pens with an S. We're here each and every Monday for your listening ears. We're here at eight Central, nine Eastern, six Pacific. For all of you guys uh, to know the time. Yeah, so make sure you guys call in every Monday. We're here to spit that hot live poetry, man. And this is just one of the livest shows around. We try to have fun. There's no censorship. We just, you know, this is a place where you can come and express your art without being judged or anything like that. So call in, call in, and call in. Uh, we're going to get to the next caller, which is why we are here. So if you hear you unmuted, state your name and where you're calling from. We're going to go to 618-645. If you hear you unmuted, state your name and where you're calling from, 618-645. I'm from Popolis, Illinois. I'm sorry, sister. You said your name was who? Calling from where? Angel Sims, calling from Metropolis, Illinois. Oh, well, hello, Angel Sims. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Pretty, pretty careful as well. Hey, hey so, guys. So, I'm sorry. I'm, we're, uh, hold on, hold on, guys. We're hearing a lot of crackling and a lot of feedback on the phone, so I don't know who that is. So if you guys can, like, quiet, quiet your background. It may be small and quiet to you guys, but it's coming off pretty loud over the microphone. I'm going to turn it back over to you, Nina. Oh, Okay. Yes, guys, make sure you check your backgrounds and stuff. Make sure your backgrounds are quiet because when you're on the radio, it really literally picks up like anything, everything that you're doing. 
so, sister, so uh, thank you for calling in. And uh, what what do you have for us tonight? Uh, I was gonna read a piece for you. I don't. It's got a cuss word in it, so I don't know if I need to remove that or change that. But um, I've never done this, so just. Oh, I'm gonna do it. Um. Oh yeah. Do take I a deep breath. I got. Yeah, take a deep breath. The floor of the mic is yours, sister. I was once there in a cave so cold and dark where my blood became the ink I used to gently leave my mark. I emerged quite scared, but I emerged, and I'm glad to still be here. That cave is still in existence and is flooded with my tears. I'm not exactly sure about what got me back to my light. I just know that I never want to go there again because that darkness preyed on my fright. From beginning to end, that darkness told me I was unlovable. I didn't have any friends. I'm not sure I'll ever have the energy to put up that type of fight again. If you're doing it, I'd rather give you all of my energy. Believe it or not, I want, I want to see you get through. I know you've heard this so many times before, and it's increasingly hard to believe it. I know. I get that. Sometimes people just say shit. My concern for you and all of those still lost in darkness is most certainly legit. I'm sympathetic to your pain. I want to say take your time or sing you sweet nothings with words like everything will be just fine. I won't do that to you because I know that won't always be true. Instead, the promise I'll make is one day the breaths will be easier to take. One day the breaths will be easier to take. That's that piece? Peace. Oh, yeah. That is that piece. I thank you so very much for joining in and sharing that there was no need for edit or revision. The thought that was brought forward and that piece needed to be presented. I thank you once again. You are truly an angel, hence the name coming forth. Once again, we are here every week, so please, please continuously come back and also ensure that you're visiting the other shows throughout the week as well. We are here for your heart's expression. Passing it off to Thank Brother you. O. Hello, Sister Angel. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. That was a, that was a very nice poem you did. Was, oh, thank you. Such, such I'm a, sorry I stuck. I was so nervous. <laughs> but I thought no, I was... No, no. It's perfect normal to be nervous. It's the first time I was. <laughs> I remember my first time, I was... I was a nervous wreck. <laughs> but uh but yeah, that was a that was a nice poem and as that Matt in the Matt Mahdi said, call back every week to express more of your more of yourself to your poetry. We appreciated that. I do my best. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Okay, now we'll turn over to Nina. Yes, yo, uh, that, hey, let me tell you something, baby. Your name, like Brother O said, I uh, totally agree a million percent. Your name really represents you well. Job well done. That was a beautiful piece. So was that your personal testimony? It was. It was. Okay. I, I, um, I talked to Kylie the other day, and I had read something for her, and I wanted to do this for her because she gave me good feedback on that, so... If y'all know her and see her, please tell her I did it. I did what I said I was going to do. <laughs> I like that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I can tell that that was your uh, piece of your story. So, yeah, God bless you, sister. Just keep keep calling. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. It's going to get easier. It's going to get better. Keep calling because right. we were really, 
Yeah, we really, really want to hear more from you. So make sure you call in. We're here every Monday. Uh, you family now. You you're part of the show, so you can call in every Monday. We got you. Uh, All yeah, right. So <laughs> let this be a place where you practice or whatever. Just do your pieces. Just call in and keep doing your pieces. We want to hear more from you. Yep. Ice. Yep. So listen. Uh, who did you say referred you to the show? Kylie Wood. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Analog Soul. That's my sister right there. And, um, again, just like um, Nina Purple Rain said and Enigmatic Mahogany and Brother O all said, you know, we all had to start from somewhere, you know, and we all felt nervous at one point in time. And just like Eminem said on 8 Mile, you know, palms are sweaty, you know, knees are heavy or whatever, <laughs> you know, vomit already. You know, we, we, we all went through that phase, that, that nervous energy. But what I love so much about that piece is that, I can tell that this piece was personal. I can tell that, that that this piece that you recited was your truth, you know, and that that makes it difficult because you're wondering if what you are presenting is going to be accepted, knowing that these are not just words, but this is your story, this is your testimony, this is your truth. And we did accept it. We did receive it. And, you know, it gave us a little bit of window into your soul, you know what I'm saying, looking into your soul, things through your eyes and your vantage point, your point of view. So I want to say thank you, sis, for calling in. Um, your piece is an inspiration to those who are listening to it. So also consider that, that when God gives you these words, when he inspires you to write, it ain't about you no more. Once it is released from your mind to your pen or your fingers, put on paper or or whatever you're typing it on, on it's for someone else's edification, and it's for God's glorification. Because, see, now we know that you have survived that, that test in order to have a testimony. You survived that mess, and now you have a message. And, again, somebody else is going through what you once been through. So we received this, sis. I want to say thank you. Hold on to the line because as we come down to the end of the show, we normally bring people back on. We do a speed round, and we get final thoughts from everybody. So hang on. Listen, we got some more poets coming up on, and then I'm going to turn it over to Nina Purple. This is your brother, Black Ice. I'll be here. Thank you. Yeah, don't yeah, stay on the line and hang out with us for a little while. Go on, take a comfortable seat in the living room, get you something to drink and, and sit back and relax right quick. <laughs> um we're gonna get to the to the next caller, which is why we are here. Carly, if you're here, you're unmuted. We're gonna bring Amber on representing Team Truth Hour. Amber Amber, if you're out there and you hear us. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> well, hello, how are you? I'm doing good. How are y'all? We're wonderful. So what what hotness did you bring to us this today? We already know it's hot. What you bring to us today? <laughs> um, this one is called Precious Precious Jewel Consecrated to God. I'm a precious you know jewel what? consecrated Huh? I thought you was gonna say, Precious Lord, take my hand, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm a precious jewel consecrated to God. I don't take this walk as a joke. The Most High put his mark on me in my mother's womb, moving her to name me God is my oath. He chose me to decree and to declare his word. It will be heard. I will speak and will not spare. I won't be afraid because I know he is there. 
I will receive the blessings of Abraham because I'm an heir to salvation. This world is not my final destination. My concentration is on the kingdom. You say you want freedom, but do you really want freedom? He who endures to the end will be saved. That's when the real freedom comes from being a slave to a society that wasn't built for you and me, but prospered off the very backs and blood we bleed. I'm a precious jewel consecrated to God. I can't put on a facade like I don't belong to the Most High just to fit in with this world. I'm sorry you didn't get the memo, but I'm not that kind of girl. I may be what you call a plain Jane with my kinks and my curls, but what's inside of me is equal to that of pearls, something that this world cannot give because then it would be devilish. Did I mention the Most High and that I am his? I'm a precious jewel consecrated to the Most High. His spirit is in me and I am alive. I'm a light that is set on the hill which cannot be hid. This little light of mine is going to shine regardless if you like it. I have a purpose to fulfill because the Lord still has some children he wants to mark up and seal, so I yield and reintroduce myself unto you. I'm a precious jewel consecrated to God, a tool used to pull down, to destroy, to pluck out, and uproot the kingdom of darkness. All right, all right, all right. You are definitely a precious jewel consecrated to God, worthy of so much. I love how you speak on this place not being your final destination. The sky is definitely not your limit. You are a jewel, definitely to be cherished, loved, and adored. Thank you so very much, Aaron. I'm going to pass it off to Brother O. Thank you. Hello, Sister Sam. How you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm good. That, 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 that poem was, that poem was, was excellent. You know, you, Thank you. yeah, that they, you know, it's called the scriptures claim your love for God, and uh, yeah, you, you, you're very talented. I, I can see that, very talented, and uh, thank you for sharing that poem. Thank, thank you for sharing, sharing that poem. That that was that was uh, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm a terror of the Nina. Thank you. Oh so my much. God. That hey, you 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 be snapping. You be really going in like no bonds. No, you don't hold back for nothing. I freaking love it. You are so amazing. You an angel tonight. Yeah, I'm like, come on, all the A's in the alphabet. Come on, call in, y'all, and represent. That's what I'm talking about. So yeah, job well done, sweetheart. Job well done, Ice. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Wait, hold on. Am, uh, Amber ain't all that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Amber. <laughs> leave her alone. <laughs> nah, that's 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 my that's my teen truth. I was sister right there. You know, I love my. You know, I I can actually call her my niece because she only twenty what twenty six twenty seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, so I I look at her like a niece, and uh, you are so powerful. You know, you are so inspirational. And you're so confident. Well, at least you come off confident, you know, when we hear you. Um, all the pieces that you have recited on this show have just been incredible. You know, and I want to do what I can to help you hone your craft, hone your gift, and, you know, help you to take it to places where your voices can be heard in arenas and on formats and on platforms that they haven't been heard on before. You know, you just have an anointing you know, in your pen and an anointing, you know, your voice. So I want to say keep up the good work and, um, you know, keep doing the damn thing. You do, you, you've been doing a good job. Thank you, Brother Ice. 
I appreciate that. You are so welcome. Um, Nina, check your inbox because we got another caller. And that, that looks like a St. Louis number right there. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Nina. Okay, y'all. So before we get up out of here, we gonna get to we try to get to every caller that you call in, that call in because we want to hear from everybody's opinion. Uh, we want to hear everybody's words of wisdom and inspiration. So we are gonna get to this next caller. Caller, if you hear, you are unmuted. State your name and where you are calling from. Three one four three three nine. Three one four three three nine. Hi, everybody. I'm Sydney from St. Louis, and this is actually my first time tuning in, um, so I don't really have much to say. I'm just listening and see what what the show is about. Okay, okay. okay. You know, um, Team Truth, our sister Amber just got finished spitting on the mic. So uh, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to turn it back over. We are in the middle of our show, so we're going to do our words of inspiration, Nina Purple Rain, give us the topic. And we'll get into that, and then we'll do our final speed round, and then we'll give you guys an order as to who's going to go first, second, third, and we'll lead into the host after that. Turn it over to you, Nina Purple. Okay, guys. Before we get up out of here, we always like to give our our, our uh, words of inspiration. You know what I mean? To to give like kind of like our insight on how to show in, and just try to. Uh, pass positivity to people out there. Sometimes you just need to pump it in the air. So that's what we try to do on here every week. So this is what our topic for tonight is. Our topic for tonight is how can I expect the good without the bad? I'm going to say that one more time because this is powerful. This is this is powerful what I'm saying. How can I expect the good without the bad? So we're going to kick it off with uh, Mahogany and her million-dollar gems. What you say, sis? I say I'm going to take it to the scripture, 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong, and it teaches us to do what is right. We must all face the person in the mirror. Scripture is all relative when it comes down to it, but lessons can be learned from everything, both good and the bad, if we just find ourselves and apply the wisdom that has been presented. And I'm going to pass it on over to Brother O. Uh, how you have the good without the bad? I think in every situation, even if it's a bad situation, some good will come out of it. Like, the example of this current pandemic we're in, I truly believe eventually they're going to find a cure for this thing. So, so uh, I'm one of those people who's very optimistic what's going on, you always have to have an optimistic attitude, find the good in a, in a bad situation, always find the good in it. So, so with that being said, we're going to do the purple bits and pieces. So this is how I look at it. I look at, at life like a scale, okay? If you got all good, then that means your scale is tilting because that bad is all the way down there and that scale, and the scale the, the good side is all the way up. So you got to have the, the bad in order to appreciate the good or you got to have the good in order to appreciate the bad because now without with, with both and, and learning to appreciate both, 
Now your scale is balanced. Now your life is balanced because you can't have one, honestly, without the other because you find me one person whose life is all good and never experienced nothing bad. And I'll show you a couple of people who have, who have experienced all bad and never no good. I, I, I don't know anybody who, was, who either got all bad, no good, or all good, no bad. I don't know nobody like that. And honestly, I really, I mean, if I met somebody like that, I'd be like, well, wow, you know, you really ain't experienced life to me. So it's like a, 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 like a skill. Your life has to be balanced. So you got to appreciate one. You got to have one in order to appreciate the other. So I'm going to turn it over to Ice with his words of inspiration. Okay, so, you know, the reason why I wanted to deal with this is because a lot of us don't understand that when it comes to the duality or when it comes to the balance of life, some say yin and yang, and that's sort of like an Asian kind of oriental kind of philosophy. But if you look at cures for certain diseases, imagine how many people have to die before a cure is made for a disease. Imagine how many people have to die in for a law to be passed. How many black men have suffered death by the hands of bad cops in order for you to come out with a law that says, hey, you can't use a chokehold on a suspect, or you can't detain them a certain way. Imagine how many people have to die in order for things to change. Jesus had to die in order for us to be able to have salvation. That was the bad part about it. The blessing or the good part about it was the salvation that came with it. So I'm going to share this with you real quick. So there was a time when Satan was bargaining over the body of Job with God. And he said, you know what? He said, Job will curse you to your face. He said, if you allow me to touch his bone, make him sick, put balls all over his body, I've already taken his children away, I've already taken his possessions away, I've already taken those things away, but now let me touch his health. And when he started getting sick, when he started catching the coronavirus, when he started having disease, when he started have, having to get kidney transplants and pancreas transplants, when he started having health problems, when you touch a man's health, he'll curse you to your face. And then Job 2 and 7 said, Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from his sole of his feet to the crown of his head. And then in verse 9, Job's wife came unto him said, do you still retain your integrity? She said, curse God and die. Now, this is what Satan already told God, that if you allow me to touch his body and make him sick, that he'll curse you to your face. And who was it that told him to do it? It was his very wife, the very, the closest person to him, told him to do what Satan told God that he was going to do if God allowed him, gave him the permission to touch his body. Check this out at verse 10. This is what Job said. Job said to his wife, you speak as one of the foolish women speak. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God and shall not receive evil? And all this did not Job sin with his lips. So Job told you 
Shall we not receive good at the hand of God and shall not receive evil? See, what we have to do is expect that there are going to be moments in our life and times in our life when trouble is going to come knocking at our door. When things not going to go so well, we're going to have problems in our relationship. We're going to have problems in our marriage. We're going to have problems on our job. We're going to have problems with our finances. That is a part of life. That is the test that must come if you say you love God, if you believe in God, if you say, yeah, Jesus, is, you think you ain't going to be tested. So God uses the bad to test you so that you can use that test like Sister Amber did, Angel did, I'm sorry. And through that test, she delivered a testimony that edified everybody else and glorified God. That's my Black Isis words of inspiration. Turning it back over to you, Nina. And Nina, there you go. Yes, God is good. God is good. God is good. So we're going to get, before we get up out of here, guys, once again, we're going to do a little station break. You guys are tuning to the four-time National Award-winning POET Radio. This is award-winning Voices Behind the Pins. We are here each and every Monday, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Make sure y'all call in. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Uh, go on one of our pages, get the flyer, get the flyer, post the flyer on your Facebook page and your messenger, word of mouth, whatever. As long as you guys are here every Monday, tell a friend, tell a friend. Each one, tell another one that's be on here every week. So before we get up out of here, guys, we're going to go to the speed round, which is uh, – let me inter- let me uh, tell the instructions on the speed round. The speed round means we're gonna g- everybody's gonna get a chance to go. We're gonna give you guys the order that you go in, and once that person is done, you don't uh, say the title of your piece. Don't introduce your piece. Just once we say go, you go. And the person, once you get done with your poem, say that's that piece or end piece or whatever, so the person behind you know when to go. So we're gonna do that. I'm gonna give the order. The order is first person we're gonna go is Amber. No, hold on, hold on. They, we go. we gotta you know check your inbox. So we got a couple okay, of callers on. So we're gonna throw you we're gonna throw you guys in a speed round. We got a couple of callers on. Let me see. We got uh well one of them hung up. So we got eight five six four nine one. Who's this caller? Eight five six four nine one. Ah, this is Bill. Hey, brother Bill. How you doing, my brother? No, it's not not bad, not bad. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm all right. For those who don't know, this is my brother William Peters, Bill Peters from Interchild Publishing, Interchild Press, Interchild Enterprises, and also on the advisory board for the International Poet Organization also as well. So uh, with that being said, Bill, are you going to share something with us tonight, my brother? I, I can. You gotta give me a few minutes to find something, you know. Um. Okay, so this so this is what I'll do. We'll have uh, we'll put you in the speed round, and okay. uh, Nina make Nina make him third in the speed round. So again, just the rules of the speed round, guys. There are no introductions. There are no explanations. I wrote this poem. All that is not conducive to speed round. So after the person is done in front of you, you just automatically start. And we don't like dead air on the show. So please start immediately after the person in front of you is done. So Miss Nina Purple Rain is going to go ahead and give the order and make bill number three. And then after him, we'll go into the host, Nina. Go ahead. Okay. Um, We're going to do 
708-969, are they still on the air? No. Uh-uh. So we're going to go Angel first, then Amber, and then we're going to do Mr. William. And then from there, we're going to do uh, our host, Enigmatic Mahogany, Brother O, myself, Nina Purple, and we're going to end it with Black Eyes in that order. So if you guys are ready, Angel, the floor is yours. Go. Oh, I'm sorry. I got it. I need black and black. I faded into blackness. The black is the black. Sometimes it has to be like that. I need black in my fingertips, black in my back. I need black tunneling through my ears. I need to see black images and not just from slave years. I need this so bad. The black is the black. Like sitting between my granny's arthritic knees as she put my hair in plaques black. Like, take this, and you better not say nothing black, or we'll, be in, we'll both be in trouble, and that's that on that. I need my phone calls to be black, like, mm-hmm, I just wanted to check on you, I'll call you back black. Black like the color of my last born. Black like sisters with their fists raised, because we know we can do that while we mourn. Black like I don't know you, but that's messed up. Black like the earth could be on fire, but we're still cutting up. Black like the music make your hips sway, and you don't know how to dance. Black, like, forget all that. They've had their chance. I want to sit in the middle of the Black Sea, letting the salt water float me to where I need to be, roundtabling about mythologies and acknowledging this PTSD, approaching this trauma on another level that removes it from crap people tend to shovel. We don't truly realize the weight of it all. We are humans. We're watching our brothers and sisters fall. It's so much I can't tell the whole room, so I step deeper into the blackness. Right past any light, I wave, barely acknowledging the moon. I bow down instead to give greetings to Oshun. Thank you for welcoming me. Allow me to make these offerings. We worship you with melanated mantras, singing songs of praise. There's congregation in this blackness, my church of choice, and it will be for all of my days. In peace. Pain is that other four-letter word. It hurts. It can bring out the worst in you. Pain will cause you to change once you've bared it long enough. Pain can cause you to go insane, check out of this game of life. You feel it the most at night. Tears of sorrow fill your, fill your bed. Your head is clouded, and now you doubted that anyone will be able to get close to your heart ever again because so-called friends, family, and ex-lovers have pulled back the dark, released it, and torn you apart until you're left with the scars of betrayal, rejection, abandonment, you name it. These seeds were sold, and I read this four-letter word a hundredfold, but the one who molded me won't allow me to sink into pity. In fact, in pain, I found my purpose. I never would have known what my worth is, except it had been for this four-letter word. In pain, I've learned my lesson. Some things are not worth addressing. Just turn the page and don't look back. I no longer want to pick up the slack of those who chose to mishandle me. In pain, I've learned to bless my enemies and pray for those who despitefully used me. In pain, I've learned not to beg for nobody's help. The one up above has a love for me that's unchanging. I see it daily as I'm remaining in him. In pain, I've learned forgiveness. I won't constantly remind you of what your offense is, but back, 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 and give me about 50 feet if you're unrepentant. So much can be recalled of this four-letter word. I bet when y'all heard the title, you thought it was about that action verb, love which is clearly something you can do too much of. That's the reason why I'm able to write about that other four-letter word in the first place. That's that piece. So your seed, 
And the Christ of one told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on the rocky ground, when they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and when the thorns grew up and choked them, other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain. The poem. Four hundred years and more, sowing seeds of anguish, seeds of despair, seeds of hope, waiting for the sun to rise. My eyes, our eyes are fixed upon the horizon with great expectations of and for the day that soon comes. Yes, we have sown our seeds upon the paths of righteousness, tolerance, forgiveness, patience. We have sown them in the fields of a wanting soul, but those who had none heard us not. There has been many a roadside, city streets, jail cells, and poplar trees, and all other instruments of worldly death where our seeds of the future have met their untimely demise. Fathers, mothers, sisters, and brothers, children of the one called home too early because their purpose was to be the chosen members of a people. The other had hate of self that overwhelmed their spiritual reason, so they heard not but pretended they knew. We have, yes, we have taken our, your breached out Jesus and once again made him that of our own. Don't you remember from whence he came? Oh, you foolish one, you child of perdition. When will you learn that the fires you have started will consume you? When will you learn that the parables spoken unto you, I, by the mystics of old, are founded in an irrefutable truth that none can escape? There is no privilege that can provide you with leniency of sentence. There is only the hell of your own making waiting for you. My advice, you better hurry and get to sowing some good seed on some good ground and put your heart into it. Your eternal life or death will be your reward because you reap what you sow. That's that piece. The queen within. Within the mirror's reflection, it is beauty radar detection, sounding off that the beauty lies within you. There is nothing in the world nor man can do, for God has placed a treasure that has been hidden. It is within the expression of your heart, the secret part, that you will reign as queen. It is time for your testimony to be heard and seen. Ladies, take your pen, and with it, take upon a grin. Allow the hurt, anguish, and pain to be released to keep you sane. And that's that piece. According to the dictionary, an overcomer is defined as a man or woman who got the better of the challenges in his or her life. A man or woman who conquered the odds. A man or woman who survived traumatic life-threatening or life-threatening situations. And a man or woman who strives to live life to the fullest despite of their current situations. My dear brothers and sisters, I'm the epitome a natural-born overcomer who has repeatedly conquered challenges, repeatedly hurdled over obstacles, repeatedly defied the odds, and repeatedly knocked down walls to accomplish and achieve many great feats in my life. Allow me to go into a brief synopsis of what I've overcome since birth. I'm an overcomer living as a black man in America. Despite facing numerous perils, threats, traps, and dangers, I survived all those and then some. By God's grace, favor, and mercy, 
I'm also overcoming numerous heart surgeries and hosting numerous medical conditions because I've already complained, proclaimed that by a shite, I'm already healed. And my strong faith in God has carried me through every sickness, affliction, and illness. An overcomer of a speech impairment because I was an avid reader family went to the library. Required knowledge and practice reading books out loud to my speech impairment was very, very noticeable. Every time you hear me perform poetry live in person or on the radio, I speak with clarity. And if I might add, I'm a very articulate brother who has complete command in English language. I'm overcome with being subjected to bullying. I was that young man who was made fun of, ridiculed, and laughed at. I was that young man with low self-esteem and self-confidence. I was that young man with a lot of anger and hate in my spirit that was focused on seeking retribution daily. I learned to fight back and stand up for myself by facing my bullies and on without fear after all said and done, they didn't bother me no more now in the respect. I'm overcome with being an underachiever. I was a C student in high school who graduated from college with a 3.2 GPA. After working a series of jobs, I was called by God to stop my spoken word ministry that has allowed me to prosper and flourish until a multi-award-winning poet and author was cast the hearts of thousands of people nationwide my unique brand of poetry. I'm going to overcome with being dumped and judged by several women. Every woman turned me down and let me always led me to meet my queen eventually. Every woman that dumped me missed out and got an opportunity to experience a real man like me. I cried many tears and experienced numerous seasons of loneliness. Yes, even a great brother like myself had to experience some, some frogs in order for me to experience true love of a special lady who was meant to enhance what I already have and compliment me. You know, I did, brothers and sisters, these are just some of the few things I've had overcome. It was only befitting that I won the 2019 National Spoken Word Award for Overcoming the Year. I've overcome a lot of my life. And if there's one man in this, these United States of America who deserved to win that award, that brother's yours truly, brother Olivia Miracle and Professor Poetry. That's that piece. How can you tell me how to celebrate my life if you have never lived it? For three years, I had lived in fear of this man who had my power and had control of my life. He told me how to dress, how to live, wouldn't let me look in another man's direction, how to spend my money, what to eat, what to cook, hell, how to breathe. I thought I was in love with him, but honestly, I couldn't freaking stand his black, ugly, short Napoleon complex, trifling-ass bastard. I was so angry at myself because I was always that I wish a nigga would type of sister. But once domestic violence happens to you, personally, you first of all is stuck and then shocked like, did he just hit me? And you don't immediately get you don't get immediately get away because you got to get yourself together trying to straighten up your face that he just slapped. So now remember the I wish a nigga would statement, but that turns into a why. I stayed with this man because I thought that I was gonna, it was going to get better, but it didn't. It got worse. 
following from this beautiful sister with beautiful clear skin, no scratches, no marks, no war wounds, nothing, to a body that I didn't even recognize. Scratches, stab wounds, headaches permanently from pistol whoopings, broken fingers, broken wrists, broken noses, broken bones, broken self-esteem. Hell, I was just a broken woman. I defined myself. I had no ER rooms, no police to protect me, no judges to enforce the laws, no building managers to evict them, nobody to call. I had only myself and God. He never gave up on me, even though it took him so long to come, but he came. And the same man that I feared, I called myself loving. The same man that put his hands around my waist to embrace me was the same man who put his hands around my waist to snatch me, my body closer to him so he could smack the taste out of my mouth. This man had a problem that was lurking in the shadows, cocaine. I found that out in the court case. So this was his pitiful excuse. He blacked out. So let me get this straight. He didn't see me. He saw something else. So, well, for that, I say bull crap. For 17 years, I have learned to get my power back, to control my life, to be the strength and the courage of my peace, to be the healer of my pain. See, I dropped the pieces of embarrassment, pain, and shame, and picked up the pieces of love, passion, and survival. And for 15 years, I was okay. I was comfortable, safe, protected, fearless because you was locked up. Because they gave you 15 years for attempted murder on me. But that wasn't good enough to me. So who am I? You only got 15 years for the three years of hell that you instilled on my life. So how dare you get out of jail in July of 2018? You are not rehabilitized. You are not ready to get back into society. Your evil wicked spirit has been marinating for to prey on some poor woman who's going to be mesmerized by your manipulation, who's going to believe all your crop, mental, all your shit, mental constipation. Well, I just pray that whoever she is, that she doesn't end up as a statistic because I'm being realistic. My soul survived your tragic hole that you had on my life, and I had to choose. I had to choose not to be breaking news on the news August 18th. You thought you made me lose my life, but God had good news, bringing my life back. So I would be celebrating 19 years of life, speaking to millions to save them from being domestic violence's wife to help divorce them from years of hurt and pain. Just call my name, and I'll be there. Nina, Purple, Rain, and that's that beast. I- Chicago, 50 homicides in the month of July. Are you listening? 29 homicides in seven days. Are you watching? Chicago, my city. Already over 1,000 people shot this year. Do your math, it's more than double the days there are in a year. Mothers fear their babies, not making it home from school. Unemployed brothers ain't got time to look for a job, but got time to be on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, acting a fool. In Sydney, these gangs in Chicago ain't playing by no rules. They ain't got no structure, but they knew exactly what they were doing when they denied parole for Jeff Ford and Larry Hoover. See, Romeo Donati, there's an old saying. Cut off the head and the body would fall. Let this be a lesson to all y'all. And I'm appalled at some of these Chicago artists who, who boast to the role on how they lyrics be so cold. And angels, some of them would step on stage and talk about how God saved their soul. But won't get out here and go to none of these schools or get out here on none of these streets to even try to save one soul. 
and but and the church <laughs> if they really in our community to help save lives then let me make a proposal if the church you attend ain't involved in community affairs to help save lives then damn it stop paying your tithes and l1 as for the black lives matter movement you ain't think i was gonna let them off the hook did you i believe the black lives matter but when a black lives gonna matter to black people March in the hood like you do downtown. Shut down some of these gas stations and liquor stores that become breeding grounds for our babies to get shut down like you do those businesses on Black Friday downtown, Chicago. Home of the Chicago Cubs. Home of the Monsters of the Midway. Home of Michael Jordan and the Chicago bullshit. The enigmatic, I don't think they understand. What's going down in Chicago has always been about land, but I recognize the hustle. And did you ever notice that as soon as they tore the projects down, the crime rate in Chicago doubled? See, brother, oh, they, they, they displaced these gangs to go live where those gangs lived. They let them kill one another. So what if an innocent baby gets killed? We'll go to the funeral and send flowers to the mother. In the meantime, let the land on the south side and the west side become valued. And Bill ain't no scholar, but in my community right now, they're selling vacant land for just $1. And Nina Purple, like the land that the projects used to stand on, they're going to build retail spaces and condos. And while we're addicted to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and our babies are addicted to nachos and cheese, and little baby Chucky say cheese, so what if you're a boy shake your booty for the camera say cheese? Chicago, already over 1,000 people shot this year. And we all have a responsibility to come out of the nightclub and get in these streets. Come out of the four walls of the church and get in these streets. Get off of your social media soapbox and get in these streets. See, we all like to talk the talk, and we love for our voices to be heard. But when are you going to realize that it's your actions that speaks louder than your words? That's that piece. Yes, guys, that was just a speed round. We had Angel, we had Amber, we had William, we had Enigmatic Mahogany, Brother O, myself, Nina Purple, and we ended it with Brother Black Ice. Yes, guys, again, you have been tuning in to the National Four-Time Award-Winner POEC Radio. This is the award-winning voices behind the pen. Before we get up out of here, we are going to do what we do each and every Monday. We're going to give everybody a chance that was on the line tonight to give 30 seconds of how you thought the show went. Give us your feedback on the show. So we're going to go in this order. Uh, we're going to go L1 first. After L1, we're going to go Sydney, Angel, Amber. Romeo Donati, Bill Peters, and then we're going to go with our host, Enigmatic Mahogany, Brother O, myself, and then we're going to end it with Black Ice on how we thought the show went tonight. So 30 seconds, L1, okay, so, so, let's go. So, 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 so for this one, sis, just call them yourself one at a time because they ain't going to remember that order. Okay. So let's go, okay. go ahead. Start off with L1. Go ahead. L1, how you thought 30 seconds, bro? How you thought the show went tonight? Oh, man, phenomenal, man. Phenomenal and deep. And man, something that I will I won't forget, man. This night here, I I enjoyed that piece. I enjoyed your conversation about Job. That's one of my favorite stories in the Bible, man. And you nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed it. Great show, guys. Great show. Thank you, my brother. Sydney, how did you think the show went tonight? Ooh, how did I think that show? Ooh, how did I think that show went tonight? I... <laughs> I'm over here sending fire flames to Brother Ice. 
Y'all was on fire, snapping and clapping and all that. Sister Purple, you definitely touched my heart as well. I was, I was, I loved, I loved, I loved, I loved it. (laughs) Wow, thank you so much. Yes, yes, yes. Sister Angel, how did you think the show went tonight? I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. I think it went beautifully, and I can't wait to do that again and listen to y'all again. Thanks so much for letting me be able to express myself tonight. You oh you welcome family. You you part of the family now. You our little cousin, so you got to call in every Monday now so we can bless you on the mic. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Amber, how did you think the show went tonight, my sister? I think the show was very powerful, and I really liked um, Nina Purple's last poem. I can relate to it, so I really enjoyed that poem. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, my sister. Yes, yes, yes. So, Romeo Donati, how did you think the show went, my brother? Um, Peace and blessings. I want to first say that um, Enigmatic Mahogany, um, every time I hear her, it's such a familiar voice and, and warmth when she spits. Um, Brother O, and whenever he's on the mic, he's so thorough. Um, he really details everything in his pieces. And um, Nina Purple was was just amazing. Um, I was sitting there listening like, wow, I, I've heard her a few times, and that was really a deep-hearted piece, a deep-hitting piece that, that basically connected Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, brother. We appreciate them compliments. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bill Peters, Mr. Bill Peters, how did you think the show went tonight? Well, I thought the show was nice. I got in a little bit late. I apologize for that, but I appreciate all that uh, the poets are doing. I appreciate the hosts. I appreciate what poets are doing and, you know, by our, and with our leadership in the form of Black Ice, I, and I just appreciate everything. And if I may, encourage the poets to continue to utilizing their voice because our voices can effectuate change. And the one last thing I'd like to uh, say is that you know, even though we're in the midst of a, of a pandemic, COVID-19, there's a greater threat to us right now, and that is the pandemic of stupid. So try to stay away from stupid as much as you can, because um, we see a lot of stupid things going out there, um, going on out in our world today. So um, I'm going to leave you with that, and I'm looking forward to hearing the voices of the power even more so. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless. Uh, enigmatic mahogany, my sister. How did you think tonight went? Did we lose the enigmatic mahogany? You still there, sis? Yes, I'm here, sis. I was saying I'll use two words, and those two words will be electrifying and enlightening. Yes, I love it. (laughs) Brother O, how did you think tonight went? As always, what's behind the pen was powerful, inspirational, and every piece uh, that you heard tonight uh, it, it touched, it touched, uh, touched the audience, and uh, I'm glad to be a part of this team. Cause uh, I'm glad to be a part of the show, just giving advice, giving gems, and 
things like that. Appreciate the opportunity every week. So those are my closing thoughts. I personally think this show was nothing just short of amazing. It was amazing. It was great. I'm talking about everybody showed up and showed out tonight. God was all up and through this phone, all up on this radio station tonight. I just want to say God bless everybody. Uh, Your words are very powerful. Your words are very soothing. Everybody was like a breath of fresh air tonight. That's that's, just how I feel. So God bless you guys. Make sure you guys call in more. We want to hear more pieces from you guys, more of your words and everything. So make sure you guys call in more. Ice, what did you think about the show tonight, my brother? You know, um, tonight, you know, it just makes me remember when uh, Jamie Bond and I had a conversation over 10 years ago when I decided to start Poet Radio. And, of course, whenever you start something, there's just one. And so uh, we started off with the Bible show Truth Hour, and then we got to Voices Behind the Pens. I think it was it was one way or the other. Either we started out with the poetry show, then we went to the Bible show, or vice versa. It was probably the poetry show. So Voices Behind the Pens is probably the oldest show on this station, this is behind the pens and poet radio turns 10 years old this year. So I just want you to just close your eyes for a moment and think about what you were doing 10 years ago. And if whatever you was doing 10 years ago, if you're still doing it now consistently. And so voices behind the pens, I'm proud of it. You know, she turns 10 years old this year in the month of November. And um, tonight just reminds me of, why I created it, why I wanted wanted to create it, uh, why God blessed me to create it, you know, to be a platform for inspiration and for openness. And you can say what was on your mind without feeling shy and feeling bashful or, you know, talk about your life. And, man, tonight's show just personified that, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm at work right now. I'm on my lunch break. I, I, I purposely plan my lunch break on Monday nights during the time of the show so that I can make sure that I'm uninterrupted, that I'm in a quiet place. And um, if you only knew the things that I had to do in order to be on the radio at the time that I'm on the radio or do certain things, you would be like, Ice, how do you do it? I've been at work since 7 o'clock this morning. And here it is, 9, 9.20 p.m. on a Monday night, and we live on the air. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm lunch break. So, man, I, I, I'm just loving it. I loved everybody who came on and shared their work tonight. Uh, I'm feeling inspired, and I need that inspiration sometimes. You know, sometimes being a strong individual is a blessing and a curse. You don't ever think, oh, Black, I, Black Ice is cool. He don't need nothing. I don't need to check on him. I don't need to see how he's doing because he's always doing that for everybody else. So sometimes the person that is the shoulder for everybody else to lean on needs a shoulder to lean on also as well. So I appreciate Amber. I appreciate Angel. I appreciate Bill. I appreciate L1. I appreciate Sydney. I appreciate Romeo Donati. I appreciate Enigmatic Mahogany, Brother O, Nina Purple Rain. And I don't think that I forgot anyone, but if I did, charge it to my head and not my heart. And, I, I, and I'm pretty sure I did say Bill Peters, but if not, I'm saying it again. I love you all. Thank you all so much for tuning in. God bless everybody and good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>